The OC Bombers podcast is available worldwide and is heard on six continents and over 50 countries. Please subscribe and listen on your preferred podcast app and leave us a good review. Are we, oh, we're live? We're, you're looking live. You're looking live at the OC Bombers podcast but, studios. By the way, the 20 to 17 two-minute warning. Doesn't matter. I'm going to cut that out. What's up, Neil? It's a little warm in the studios today, I think. Why would you cut that out? We're just jibber-jabbering about it until we get to the point where we talk about Tori. And you say, hit it, Tori. Welcome to the OC Bombers podcast. And now, here's Neil. Hey, Scotty. How are you? Excellent and exceptional. How are you doing, buddy? Fantastic. Number 153. 153, as in. Oh, do tell. It is the code for what? Conscious mental process and intelligence in the Dewey Decimal System. Did, did you know who created the Dewey Decimal System? I'm going to guess it was Mr. Dewey. Mr. Melville Dewey. Melville. You don't hear that name much anymore. It's, it's well, Mel. Melville. In 1876, by the way, the I love, 100, the, I, I, uh, I love the, Dewey, the Dewey Decimal System is wonderful. And before this, libraries, the way they used to put books on the shelf, uh-huh. it was related to the order of acquisition rather than the topic. So that was just the newest uh-huh. books were first. You know what? If you're uh-huh. going to stare at the TV, I think we should just shut it off then, Neil. <laughs> you, did you have uh, trouble paying attention in school too? I could. Yes, I always do. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, Neil's very distractible. That's always been a case. But getting back to the Dewey, I'm listening, I, was, I have a Dewey Decimal. I'm done what you were talking about. I was going to tell you what I was going to say about the Dewey Decimal System. What do you have to say about the Dewey Decimal System? Mr. McDonald, the librarian in my high school, was very, very, very proud of me because we're talking about today, and he would he would marvel with the Dewey Decimal System. So I just want to say he was great, loved it. Do you have any of the other numbers memorized? No, I don't. Have any, no, I, I, I don't either. I used, I used I used to know it, but also I used to like have some kind of ideas when I was spent a lot of time in the were library. Were you a librarian? No, I spent a lot of time in the library, but that's another story. Oh yeah, I don't know, want to know what that is. Hey Neil. <laughs> Oh, guess what? What's that? We have a special guest today. Oh, who's that? We have enough library talk. <laughs> enough of the library talk. Let's welcome the current co-manager of the OC Bombers, Mr. Yeah. Ryan Falkenstein Smith. Welcome, Ryan. How are you? Thanks so much for having me. Uh, I believe this is my fifth time. On wow! The show. You are now you bring part that up and of the Five Timers Club. Uh, Neil, do we have something for we the do, young we lad? Do, we do have something for you. Hold on a second. We have for you your Royal Bomber Blue Five Timers Club jacket. Wow. Are there shoulder pads? This is the first time we're using this jacket, but we, we have other we have to uh, go back and you know honor other people with this, but but it looks great on you. Oh, I don't I don't keep the jacket. No. 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 Scru- Scruffy said no. 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 Oh, that's a big no. It's maybe maybe we'll put your it's, name maybe we'll put your name somewhere in the middle and, and inside or something we'll It's, it's out. not in the budget. Exactly. It? Maybe it could be like the Stanley Cup. We put everyone's name exactly. on the back. But it does look really nice on you. I could wear it opening day. Uh, that maybe. <laughs> that always means no. <laughs> that was a qualified maybe. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right. How are you? Good. Good. You look. We were just commenting. He looks earlier. great. He, he got looks a great. new haircut. New haircut. Nice new new uh, good. shirt. That's very versatile. Very versatile. Uh-huh. He could he could do lots of things in there. Yes, blazer does that add add another quality of uh you know. Yes, it does. Scott, what's going on today in history, Neil? Oh, what's happening? In 1859, 1859, abolitionist John Brown led 21 men on a raid at the federal arsenal at Harper's Ferry, Virginia. It's close to my house. My name is Osawatomie John Brown. 
Did did you watch that uh, mini series? What was it called? Yeah. With, uh, your your buddy Ethan, Ethan Hawk playing John Brown. Oh, it's great. Um, he really some, gets into something that. bird. Um, yeah, something about. But the anyway, bird. Man, no, it I, sounds really memorable. No, seriously, you ought to watch it. But it's on Showtime. But it was actually now I know why it was on. It was on Showtime this week. They had like a. Whole, That's why. Wow. There you go. Neil, and, anyway, and, I, and I was in Harper's Ferry last weekend. I, I think I told you that. And I visited that, that arsenal. I, I was right there. But you didn't visit my house. That's correct. <laughs> in 1950, the first edition of C.S. Lewis's The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is released in London. Ooh. Now, this should be up our kids' alley. This is like Lion- Narnia. Is that right? Yeah, right. Narnia. Narnia. There was a movie in the mid-90s. Were you how into many of these? The- bo- how many? And you, you're into this. How many of these books are there? There were either There's s- seven books. Seven, uh-huh. right? Uh, I believe Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe is the second chronologically, but <laughs> it is the first or- written. Fourth or something. Uh, yeah, you're it? right. Uh, I'm not sure, but the movie that you're thinking it. of came out in the early, early. 2000s. Okay, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Hot off the presses of the Harry Potter thrills. Right, right. right. So you got to yeah. get those fantasy movies out there for you young millennials. You know? I think there's a BBC version made in like the 80s or 70s, but they who re- knows? remake this every 20 years. I think I right? can't wait now, till they remake all the stuff in 20 years. Right? <laughs> yeah. Can we go back? The, the, the author is the author of Alice in Wonderland. Is that correct or not correct? That no. is. C.S. Lewis wrote Narnia and um, Lewis Carroll. Lewis Carroll wrote okay. uh, Alice in Wonderland and Through the Looking Glass. Yeah, okay. not to be confused with A Christmas Carol, written by Charles Dickens. I think I knew that. Okay, I want to make sure I had that in my head wrong. It wasn't right, and I said it out loud. So just and thinking, that's okay. I was thinking wrongly out loud, but I'm. <laughs> I'm okay doing that. Well, okay. you want to do a callback to the beginning of the episode. You know, you don't hear many people call Melville, but there's Herman Melville. <laughs> Herman Melville. <laughs> and there we go. It's all circular. So he was waiting because he wasn't introduced yet to say that. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> Neil, in 1983. 1983. In the, base- the year I graduated college. The Baseball World Series, our Baltimore Orioles defeated yeah. the Philadelphia Phillies 5-0, four games to one, series victory. MVP of that series was catcher Rick, Rick Dempsey. The Dempster, yeah. That I've, was 39 years ago our great. Orioles won the World yeah. Series. I was, By the I've way, I, I was not an Orioles fan at that point. No, I was. I know you were. I, I loved that. That was great. I, have they been to the World Series since? They have no. not. No, they have not. They've been to the ALDS. They, yeah, but yeah, nothing. They haven't really sniffed it. Mm-hmm. Neil, what happened today in music history? Today in music history in 1976, Stevie, Won- Stevie Wonder's Songs in the Key of Life went number one on the U.S. album chart. Now that... We were listening to that on, tonight as we were warming up. I don't know if you've noticed that, Stevie. But this album was one was my favorite album of '76. I was I would listen to it all the time. Nobody else listened to it with me, but I would always listen to it in my room by myself. Love this album. You know what? I think Bud may have had that one. Oh, it's a great album. But here's also in two. What, what was on it? What was the big song um, from there? Sir Duke. Yeah, I, that's I a wish great song. Pastime Paradise. Isn't she lovely? Yes, yes, that's the one. Yeah, it's great. Great album, Sir Duke. Great song. Two se- in 2017, one, one more thing, and I, I brought this up for the millennials because this I don't get. Ed Sheeran, right? Yeah. The soulless ginger. He broke, he broke his wrist and elbow in a biking accident, forcing him to cancel dates on his certain age. So basically, this was the most pressing time of his life. But Ed Sheeran, can you explain to me? I try. I really I want to get into this guy because he seems like a singer-songwriter. I could get into it, light poppy stuff. What's, why is he so – he's like the biggest selling – hardest ever i can't name a single one of his songs have you seen the movie yesterday yes i believe that that's ed sheeran's life i (laughs) think there's reality in which there's another band and ed sheeran is just reusing those songs in this reality (laughs) oh so we so so you're with and that's why he's in the movie he's revealing his secret 
So oh. you're wow, interesting. Okay, I like that. I like C- that because that explains a lot. Then I'm I'm not, I'm not trying. To, I just try, I really do try. The thing is, like he's so popular, and I'm like, all right, he's got a guitar. How bad could he be? <laughs> Apparently that bad, huh? <clears throat> wow. Okay. Thank you. Today in music history. That's today <laughs> in history. Neil, uh, yes. I believe you have something for us. Yes. Yeah, so, so Scott has been bringing these snack cakes on a weekly basis. For and I got a with, few more. With like an autumn theme or some kind of theme that he's trying to tie together. So I, this week I was in a supermarket. Well, I'm in the supermarket every week. Almost every day, it sounds like. Which I, supermarket did you go to? This happened to be Wegmans, I guess. Oh, my goodness and, gracious. And I in, love Wegmans. And in, Weg- and in Wegmans, <laughs> they had Malamars. Now, do you know what Malamars are? Scott? Yes. Is, isn't that a type of Barbie? No. Oh. It is a Nabisco cookie. I'm going to give you a little oh, history about, about, Nabisco. Okay. About, about the Malamar in a second. But um, we can hand them out here. It's enrobed in chocolate. Right. So, Malamars were invented in 1913 and produced by Nabisco. A grand cracker circle is overlaid with extruded marshmallow, then coated in a thin shell of dark chocolate. Malamars were introduced to the public in 1913, the same year as Moon Pie. Interesting. Another, another. Oh, a competition for the Moon Pie. This smells the like first back a ma- s'more. The first back bo- box of Malamars was in- sold inverted to... Inverted s'more. Inverted. Yeah. The first Exploded. Am I going to get through this? Probably not, but go ahead. The first box of Malamars was sold in West Hoboken, New Jersey. West Hoboken. I love Hoboken. Can I eat way. this? Not yet. Ma- but here's the thing. Here is the thing. Malamars are generally available from early October through April. So they're only available during this time. They are not distributed season. during the summer months, supposedly because they melt easily in summer temperatures, though this is much more, much for marketing reasons, for practical reasons. So early days, they never refrigerated. Sure. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this would melt. You, you try to eat this in July, forget about Devoted it. Devoted eaters of the cookie have known to stock up during the winter months and keep them refrigerated over the, over the summer. Yes, there my mother go. has done that. Evie it, loves it's, these. It's like Girl Scout cookies in the freezer. Although Nabisco markets other chocolate-coated cookie brands year-round, 80, 85% of all Malamars sold in New York metropolitan area. Okay. N- uh, I wonder if our other listeners know about that. Now, Deborah and Linda love Malamars. The elder already love Malamars. I okay. I say that. I, I was in Hoboken a couple months ago. Okay. Didn't see anybody eating Undercover. These. Now I know why. Uh, okay. He was <laughs> undercover or he, he was doing his stand-up routine. <laughs> All right. Anyway, salute. Salute. Mmm. It's a good cookie. Scrumptious. Malamars. I like the chocolate. And as no, a, no. It's just kind of okay. It's, it as a moist salty. crunch. It is, yeah. Oh, I love them. I think, uh, yeah. But but yeah, this this is an Alderies. We love these up now. This is a staple in the house. They're kind of salty, kind of pricey. A little pricey at the uh, Wegmans. And and, so, and, and so also those are Malamutes. Malamars. And also Malamar. the, 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 how, how does it how does it pair with bourbon? That's that's always the question. Mm, nicely because the chocolate brings oh. out the bourbon flavors. Oh, there. the dark chocolate, very nice. Oh. What a time to be alive. <laughs> Thank you, Malamars. Dude. That was good, Malamar. The fall treat of Malamar Stacy. But 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 the Bisco, like for example, I know you're like a big you're a chicken in a basket type of um, chicken in a biscuit biscuit type of cracker. Yeah, I mm-hmm. never had those growing up. That like Nabisco must have these regional things going on. I don't. Uh, well, I don't know. I would think in North like, Central like, Pennsylvania, drink, drink. But but Malamars, you never had it. it was Northeast. It was in a you had Nabisco products in, in your in your shelves, didn't you? Yeah. Is, is my point. Interesting. All right, Neil. Uh, Ryan, can you do a little research on Nabisco regional sales and how they market those things? Thank I'm you. on it. Thank you. Neil, you challenged me for yes, sir. Our, our newest segment. Something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. I, I, see, I see Ryan's an avid listener who knows all about yeah, this. Yeah, he's just married. Like, <laughs> so he's like, what? Okay. By, so, by, by the way, you're sweating. I know. I told you it's <laughs> friggin' hot in here. <laughs> 
Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, all right. So, so I, I challenge. I, I challenge Scott to come up with four songs. You'll get the theme of this as we go. We're not going to. We're not going to revisit this for you, Ryan. But you'll get it. So and you, and and you're going to put together a playlist that we'll share by the end of the week. That right? is correct. Awesome. Okay. So here we go, Neil. I'm going to start with the old. That's what you should do. Something old. It's a song called Fox on the Run. Fox on the Run. Okay. By the British band Sweet. They first recorded oh, yeah, sure. it in 74, but their popular version of it was in 1975. Six weeks at number one in Australia. And there's been a reemergence because it was used in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. It didn't make the movie, but it was used to promote in the, the movie. You're yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. By Redbone. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, by Sweet. By Sweet. Redbone is Come and Get Your Love. Oh, you're right. right you're right. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. So this song has been called a definitive hard rock bubblegum record. One of the last glitter classic. Listen to it. You'll know why I like it. I know the song. A young I'm, squire here knows about it. I am familiar with the song. The new song. Oh, okay. Would You Like to Get Some Goats by Melissa Carper from her 2021 album, Would You Daddy's Country Gold. Like to get some goats. And who is it by? Melissa Carper. Now she plays. Oh, Carper. <laughs> Carper. C A R P E R. Okay. She plays upright bass in a country western fiddle swing jazz kind of thing. When you hear this, you'll go, oh, yeah, I know why Scott likes this. Mm. Kind of hot club of Cowtown kind of thing. Got it. So she grew up traveling through rural Nebraska playing in her family's band. Got it. Now, this, are you getting, I'm getting the theme so far. You may, I, I think I got it, but you may go continue. Something Bar- borrowed. Bar- something borrowed. This is exciting, isn't it? And Your Bird Can Sing Ooh. by. Matthew Sweet and Susanna Hoffs, Under the Covers, Volume 1 is the album this is from. Now, don't forget, Sweet and Hoffs are also in the Austin Powers band, Ming T. So this is from the 2006 album where they did 60s and 70s covers. These albums are great. Beatles, Revolver, and Your Bird Can Sing. I I, I love Sweet and I love... uh, She's one of my secret crushes also, Susanna Hoffs. I I do have a crush on her. Yeah, she's easy on the eyes, is she not, Uh, Neil? I could say it out loud. (laughs) Go for it. And Neil, Something Blue. Something Blue. I believe we all know the song Hound Dog. Okay. Now, it was originally recorded by Big Mama Thornton right. in 1952. This could be, depending on which one you use, it could be borrowed also. Right, exactly. Double dip. Uh, we all know the best-selling uh, version of this song, 1956, Elvis Presley, right? Which was simultaneously number one on the pop country and R&B charts. But I am going to go with okay. Robert Palmer's version Ooh. from his 2003 album Drive. As you know, Robert Palmer is on my Mount Rushmore of musical acts. Mm-hmm. Of course. Critics hailed this as the grittiest and most heartfelt album of his career. So like Big Mama's version, uh-huh. it's very gritty, bluesy. Got it. Elvis's is more poppy yeah. and fun. This one is awesome. So that's my something old, new, and borrowed the theme blue. Seems, and what's the theme, Neil? It, it seems to be like barn animals. <laughs> or animals. Well, animals, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So there you go. Very nice. Good job, guys. So we'll get the playlist out there. And now I get to challenge somebody else yeah. to do a playlist, correct? Let, lay down that gauntlet. I am going to pick... Hmm. Hmm. Who should I pick? Big Sister. Ooh. Deborah. Oh. You thought I was going to say Jody. No, no, no. Big Sister Deborah. I want you to put together a playlist. For now, us. once again, Deborah is very familiar with the old new bar and blue concept because this was done back in the old days. My a radio show we used to listen to back in WNEWFM New York by oh, Dave Herman. Of he was the morning guy. So it was one of his gigs, one of his uh, bits. So Deborah should be very familiar. We'll uh, give her some. 
details. But now, Scott, one thing I have a question. Sure. When we talked about this, this song by Would You Like to Go? Would you like to, like to get goats? Yeah, get some goat. That wasn't your first song that you started with. You backed into that song. Um, no, I was just looking at, uh, different playlists I had and okay. themes that I had. And I was right. like, oh, that's a new song. So okay, then I gotcha. went from there. Gotcha. Okay. That's all right. That's right. So I, I followed the rules. No, well, it wasn't the rules. I, there's no rules. I just like you, you said you thought of an old song and then you're going to work forward. And I, I it, wasn't sure how that work, was going to work. It can work. It can work many different ways. And I'm sweating. Neil, let's take a break. Okay. <laughs> and when we come back, we're going to talk to Ryan about the OC Bombers. <laughs> what did you Why have? are you sweating so much? Why did you have to eat today? <laughs> have you been wronged by another person were you involved in an auto accident that probably wasn't your fault the ocb law firm is here to help i suffered some almost legit trauma and the ocb law firm filled my pockets with cash money don't get pushed around call us now we will fight for your rights the ocb law firm can help you with all of your legal needs Hi, this is Larry McLaughlin. These guys know their way around a conscious uncoupling. Be sure to ask for the Larry discount. Have the OCB law firm handle five of your divorces. Get the sixth divorce free. Don't waste your time with other lawyers. They're all shysters and crooks. We only take 86% of the settlement if the judge doesn't throw out the case first. Hi, it's neighbor Jeff here. I was sued by a disgruntled customer over a faulty lawnmower blade. Which technically wasn't even my fault. But the OCB law firm fought for me and I didn't have to pay them a dime. The OCB law firm can help with personal injury, workers' compensation, auto accidents, divorce, and any other unnecessary legal action you can think of. We, we are, are ready, ready to, to help, help you. you. Call 1-800-OCB-JUSTICE to get your own justice now. The OCB law firm lawyers are almost licensed members of the bar throughout the tri-state area. Neil, thank you. I, I think I destroyed your towel in the bathroom. I just put it on top of my head and it just soaked in. Okay. Oh. That you look a little dry. Really, it's not that, it's not that warm. It's, it's, it's always hot. warm when I'm here. It's and we're back. Welcome back to the OC Bombers podcast. We're available on all of your favorite podcasting listen. apps. Listen. When you listen to the OC Bombers podcast, Ryan, which app do you listen to it on? It's usually the uh, Apple iTunes or Apple Podcast app. Ooh, yeah. okay. That's yeah, a classic. That's, that's a I, classic that's one. I, I go with the classic one also, Ryan. It's efficient. I'm a very direct guy. Yeah. <laughs> you are. Speaking of direct, Neil, do we have a toilet joke this week? All right. Here we go. You ready? Yes. What do you never appreciate until it's gone? What do you always appreciate or what do you- What do you <laughs> never appreciate- what until do you never gone. appreciate so, so it's, until it's gone, Neil? So, Scott, do you know the answer? No. It's what is toilet paper. <laughs> I mean, you appreciate it. You don't know what you got until it's until gone. Until it's gone. Okay. All right. Neil, let's do a little feedback. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, first of all, shout out to Cousin uh, Chris in uh, North Central Pennsylvania. Drink. Hey. Drink, hey. I actually saw him a couple weeks ago. I haven't seen him in a while. And I uh, thanked him for listening to the podcast. And he said, oh, I haven't listened in a while. And I was (laughs) like, oh, hey, you can always pick it right back up. Uh Last week, we talked about Loretta Lynn and the movie Coal Miner's Daughter. Yes, sir. In 1980, you asked Oscar nominations. Yes. You said it was in the conversation. It was nominated for six Oscars. Okay. But Sissy Spacek won for Best Actress, uh-huh. as she should have. She did a great job with that. Have you seen that movie, Ryan? I have not. 
Where can I find that? On demand. Speak into your who produced TV it? Thing produced? I don't know who produced. Tommy well, Lee Jones was in it. Really? All right, yeah. I, I got to look up. I got to look this up. Obviously, he didn't listen. I'm a little embarrassed. <clears throat> no, it's a great movie. It is great biopic. It's a good biopic. Neil, we also talked about Yul Brenner. Yeah. You ask where he was born. Yeah. He was born in Russia. Of course. In Vladivostok, which is north of Korea, but west of Japan, across the Sea of Japan. Of course. Wow. And also, we talked a, a lot about bald actors last week. Yes. And someone said, you didn't talk about Telly Savalas? Well, I mean, who loves you, baby? Kojak. It was Kojak. Besides that, what else? Blofeld in On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Okay. It's a pretty popular role. Pretty good one. And also, we did Spices yes. in our Mart. Mm-hmm. Salt is both a seasoning and a condiment. Is it considered a spice? The answer is no. Really? It is not a spice oh, a or mineral. herb which are obtained from plants. It's an organic mineral. Interesting. So, right, can we do the Mart? No, if it's on the podcast, it stands. I'm a little concerned now. Well, maybe we could do organic minerals next time. <laughs> All right, let's let's. Get- I, I have one, one one piece of feedback. I'd love to follow up. I know. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, neighbor Jeff was very excited about the septic story last week. <laughs> he, he, he was so excited. I love talking about, about septic. septic tanks. Neil, do you have a he, septic tank? No, I. No, six, no. He's, 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 he's one of those. He's, city he's water. too rich. Oh, city water. He's one right. of, I've never but, had a septic. Oh tank. my. Ooh. Yes. Anyway, I was gonna I was gonna be nice to neighbor Jeff for a second here. Let him know that I did my final mow of the, of the season yesterday. Right? Are you sure it's the final? I did one today. I think that we're gonna need a couple more, Neil. Anyway, I want to just I, I want to commend neighbor Jeff on the lawn mower, the, the new lawnmower this year. It worked fantastic, no problems. We've I've been throwing him a lot of shade over over the last couple of years, but I got to give give him the due when it's due. Neighbor Jeff, thank you very much for the beautiful beautiful new uh, mower. No problems. That's right, right neighbor hum Jeff. Like, hum, 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 hum's like a room. I might be knocking on your door sometime soon, neighbor uh, Jeff. I can set you up. There. And he's just he, that guarantee of money back guarantee stood by it. So right. anybody out there, he's cringing right now. Well, if I need a septic clean now. I just call you Scott, right? Yeah, I know what to do now. Uh, yeah. I've got my big rake. I know what exactly, I know what I'm yeah. doing. You think they were just like leaning back, smiling right now? All right, Neil. Let's get. He, to- and why did Ryan get that jacket before I did? <laughs> <laughs> let's get to the evaluation of the OC Bomber season. Yes. But first, let's call via the hotline Andre, co-manager Andre Thompson. It's gonna be pretty funny if it goes to voicemail. Hello. Welcome to the OC Bombers podcast. Hi, Andre. Can you hear me? Welcome, right, Andre. Right. So we're getting ready to give uh, the, you managers our evaluation. First of all, Ryan said he was going to speak for both of you, so the floor is his. <laughs> you know, I if there's one thing I learned this entire year was how to delegate appropriately. Delegate and you'll feel great. That's my new saying. <laughs> delegate. And I can't oh, say enough how amazing Andre Thompson was this season in making the lineup and being there when Play, I could not playing be. Every game, <laughs> every game. Playing every game. Did Andre miss a game? I don't think so. You didn't miss a game, did you, Dre? No, I was at every game. Wow. <laughs> wow. Commitment. And <laughs> commitment. And and by the way, Andre's no. f- fielding skills just improved dramatically this year. Uh, it was great. Yeah. And, and you look good out there, man. Fantastic. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, it was definitely a work in progress. There was a struggle at the beginning of the season. But uh, yeah, as the season went on, yeah, definitely improved. And 
All right, so let's get let's let's talk about let's talk about some um, some facts here. So the record was we came in we we came in fourth, fourth, and I'm saying with an asterisk because you think we should really came in third. We should have come in third. Right, well, I mean, like you can't have oh we played less games than everybody else in the league, and yet you know we're higher than every other people. All right. All right, and then second in the uh, well, se- well, wait. We, the record was five and eight. Five right? and eight. It was five and eight. We need to get over, over five hundred. We need to get over now, that five hundred hump. Now, I I don't know if you guys know this, but there's a uh, somebody's writing a history of the Seba softball, right? Oh, right. Yeah. And just to be clear, OC Bombers have the winningest record in Seba softball per- history, percentage wise. Percentage wise, yeah. We're nailing it. Yes. Okay. Now we just can't have these losings. I mean, we have a little slack, but not much, my friends. So not, it's- not anymore. And here's why we can't have a losing season. There's a couple factors into that. One, the team we had for the tournament, where we played in the championship game, we played the two best teams. Right. We played them very tight, very well. So we need to get that team consistently out there throughout the season. So that is a goal of yours. Okay. Agreed. Agreed. But um, but, but, but but the game management's been great. Thank you, Andre. <laughs> <laughs> what else? So, so, what so else? that, what else that is feedback? consistently getting a good team out there. Uh, you know, I, I think there's, there's certain people that we showed up, but I think we found our footing at the end of the season uh, to the point where people can get excited for next year. Mm-hmm. I, I think we know yes. what we have to do. And I think a big key to that was pitching and finding somebody who we could rely on for pitching. Um, He's looking right at me about pitching, and I pitched a lot. <laughs> Uh-huh. You did. You did a. You did a good job. But I'm not a pitcher. You're not a pitcher. But you know, you answered the call, and we appreciate that. Oh, greatly. Right. But Jurgen Burner, I can't believe it. We're so happy that you showed up tournament day. I but know, right? Now you've set a precedent. Yeah. You, you need to. You, you need to work him during during the off season. All of us, and, so and get his two boys out there exactly. too. Exactly. We have some critical elements that we talked about last time that want to just just to kind of frame this discussion. So, like, first of all, external recognition. That's why external representation where you're talking to the other SEBA members and other That's coaches. Right. Yep. Okay, job. I mean, you still have. Um, I mean, they still like us a little bit too much, but it's okay. They still like <laughs> us a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we want to be feared and not liked. All right, Andre. Uh, what say you about that? Yeah, yeah. You said feared and not liked. I said I'm fine with it as long as it doesn't start to cost us. Like you know, uh, if teams are wrecking us and they don't like us. They don't try to start to cheat us. Uh, Andre's grounding us right here. Uh, how about some general OCB management duties, kind of communication? We talked about that. Yeah. Um, ensuring umpire duties are being done. You did a good job with that. That was very nice, very nicely organized. Yeah. That one um, time I almost got in a fight was great. Winning season record. We'll get it. You know, not so great. And the tournament came in second. So those are the, those are the, not bad. Those are the big items right. to tick off. Yeah. Yeah. And then more, and then the other, the, the in-game management duties, which you delegated, which was, the, you were very excited about. Delegate. You feel great. Right. So, uh, and, and Andre did a nice job of that. And of course, the institutional OCB health. So this is very important. I want to make, I'm very proud of you. You know why? After every hold, hold game. On. When you say you, do you mean, Andre, or do you mean me, or do you mean both of us? Yes. No? <laughs> After every game, we didn't miss a day at Quincy's, did we? That's true. We did not That's at true. all. Uh, great camaraderie building. I mean, we every time we were there, no matter win, lose, draw, we had we, people were there. So that that's and a Quinn knew us. I mean, we exactly we that that's uh, a bit that, to up. me that's a successful season. We're helping small getting getting too. to getting to know servers in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, to me, a successful season is bringing home the trophy. I mean, it's nice that Quinn knew us, yes, but okay. We would have brought home the trophy. I'm just giving institutional health up, you know. We would have, 
except we lost. We they lost. Sco- that's that's right. Okay. The but other teams score more runs. I think there's other teams out there that need to be taken down a peg. I yeah. think there's other teams out there that are so stacked and so fat that they definitely need to be taken down. And I have the team in mind. It's CBT. Ooh. We're coming for you next year. Oh, you better gosh, watch out. Right. He's laying the gauntlet down, Andre. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah, I agree. It, it definitely was unfair this year. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter if it's unfair. It happened. But we're coming for them next year. We're hungry. And we'll be ready. You know, I'm glad we're having a lot of fun. People out there are like, what are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> this is compelling podcast, by the way. <laughs> All right, let, let's bring it home. I would say, right. o- overall, do we want to give a grade, A, B, C, D? If it's anything below B minus, my mom's not going to be happy. <laughs> you do have to get it signed by your mom. <laughs> oh, let's see. That, the, we came in second in the tournament. That's a big deal. When the last <laughs> time that's happened in Bomber history. <laughs> uh, Ooh, Andre, nice, it's a nice when's the, uh We've come in second a lot in Bomber history. That's which great. Is not uh, good because second is first place for losers. Okay. I would say, okay, during the season, I would have said we we got a C because we had a, a losing yeah. record. But then Andre brings up a good point. We had a great team out there and played great for the tournament. Quincy's. And the, I, I would give it an 80 then. So a I'm B a B. Minus, B I, minus. I'm a, I'm a B. I, I would, I, I'm, I'm, You're going to be what? I'd say B. I'll give you a B. Straight up. Well, all right. Listen, since we have both co-managers yes. here, a first on the podcast history, let's go ahead and talk about climate change. But oh. Now, oh, oh. We're out of time. Oh, man. I'm, and these guys, these are scientists, the PhDs. I know. We, 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 could, we could have broke down some data. I can't believe this. I think, you, I mean, you know what might be causing my sweating? What's that? Climate change. <laughs> could be. Just saying. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the OC Bombers podcast. We're available on Apple, Amazon, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Leave us feedback and comments. Until next time, so long. See you, Neil. Bye, Scotty.